opinion of the Chanukah Samishkan, and it tied in a little bit into the Indian of Svira. This week's Pausha, it starts in an unbelievably pleadic oifen, because it starts with a lotion of Tsar. We know Chazal tells when it says Vahi, Vahi be made for sure. It's a Loshan Tsar. Now, the, the erection of the Mishkan, according to Chazal, was potentially the most hush of a day in history. Potentially. Meaning, the, the Medrash brings down that it was it's only for the Chinuch Mishkan. That's what it was. That's what everything was created for. There's a shtikl stira. One Chazal says that it, it was nivra for the Pashas Karbonas. For, this, is what, this was the day that HaKadosh Baruch was misavit from Sheshis Meibreshis. And then there's a Chazal, of course, in Moibrisi going on Matan Torah, that the whole world was created for Torah. So we'll get back to that, that contradiction in the, what was the purpose of creation. But whatever it is, it's a chosh of a day. The day of the Chinuch Mishkan is from the most chosh of days in history. So the Medrash asks, why does it start with the Lashon of Ahib Ayyayim? The Medrash Rabbah. Medrash Rabbah says, what's going on? Very difficult answer. Medrash Rabbah says as follows. Medrash Rabbah says, yes, it's true that it's the Yom Shenivne Beis Mishkan. Says the Medrash Bot, Mesu boy Nodav Aviu. Nodav Aviu died, and Klaisu will on the death of Nodav Aviu. The Medrash goes on to say, he brings a posik from, from Yirmiya, referring to the day of the destruction of the Beis Amigdish. And the Medrash says, what does it say over there? A Sivon, says the Medrash. It says in the posik in Yirmiya, Biyoim Nilkedah. And that's referring to the beginning of the onset of the Chum Beis And we know Vahoya is the Lashon Simcha. So the Medrash says, what's going on? So the Medrash. Medrash basically says that in a sense, the day of the destruction of the Beis English, we got a kapora for our various. So there's a joy there. It's simple. And that's the lotion of Ahoyah. Fascinating Chazal. So Chazal telling us that we look at the day of the building of the Mishkan, which is from the greatest days in history. It's a lotion Sar, because none of Aviyu died. And we look at perhaps the most tragic era in our history. And now we use lotion Simcha. So a proven cat, the Delom Zhirov, he was a Rashiv in Petach Tikva where Chaim, Chaim Kanievsky learned in that Yeshiva. So he's Oymen in his Sefer, Dudoy Ruvain. He says, I don't understand what's going on. He says, let's look at the day in totality. Of course, it was very tragic that Nodavaviu died. Of course, no question. But the day as a whole, the day was an unbelievable, joyous day. It was an unbelievable... Till today, we commemorate the whole Chodesh Nisan. 
One of the reasons is because the Chinuch Hamishkin started on Rish Chodesh Nisan. A Misabulim. This whole Shiloh of the Perskim, how they were able to be Misabul then, even. Sai was Nisan, Sai was during the Chanukah Samishkin, which was a, a Yom Tif. Shiloh and the Gemara, Himoy, Bisnei Tamul Chacham. Whole discussion. But clearly the day is a day of joy. So how does the Torah describe it as a sad day? How could that be? That's his kasha. So he goes on in the big arichas to try to lend some, some clarity here together with the whole shmuzi as on Michal Bashol and why she was never going to have children or at least in her lifetime. And the whole complicated shock of attire between David and Michal where David starts not only giving Musa to Michal, but he starts bemoaning her whole chinuch, Asher bi, you know, he starts telling his wife, Hashem chose me over your, your father's house. It becomes like, sounds like it becomes like a handsome mishpocha battle. So he has a whole in-depth explanation in that direction. But I want to share with you a more simplistic approach, which ties into Sfirah, and it ties into the whole chinuch of the Mishkan here. Because there's several psukim that don't seem to really be understandable. Starts off, Kach Lecho Egel. Kapor Faran HaKoyin to Egel Azov. Comes the Maral in Gur And he says, Egel? Ain't got Egel We know that on Yom Kippur, can't even go with Naivel of them. With big days off. Can't even go with gold clothing, even though the gold clothing have nothing to do with the Egel. But it's uh, maybe symbolically very, very loosely connected to the Chet of the Egel Azov. So you're not allowed to bring it in. On Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara talks about you can't blow with the shofar that has that memory of the Egel Azov, because they ain't got to take an asses on you. I'm sure the remembers that sugi in Rosh Hashanah. Ask the Maral, so are you talking? Over here you're bringing a korban? You're bringing a korban? For the chet of the hegel? You're bringing an hegel? <laughs> That's the Maral's kasha. His answer is not so simple. His answer is not so simple. Because it's, it's an answer that you could almost use as to make the question even bigger. His basic approach to morale, you could look it up and see how you get your own understanding in it, in the Gurariye. But the morale seems to understand that there's enough community between if you're going into the Kurdish Kadoshim to get a generic kapara, you know, general, for other Averis. So then you don't want to come in with anything that will bring a Zecher to the Egel Azov. That's. And then, if you're coming in. For the head of the Egel Azov, then, then yes, then you do bring in the Egel Azov. You try to be Misak in the head of the Egel Azov. And he makes an analogy if somebody stole something from a king, a treasured gavia, a treasured cup from a king. And then he's going into the king for some other, he needs a different bakasha. So you're not going to bring in a cup that somehow can remind the king of your Avera. He says, but if you're going into the king to ask him to mafias you for the cup itself, so then you'll bring another cup. You try to bring a, 
try to be Mekayim Vehishim Sakzeila. Bring in another cup. That's his. That's the approach that he takes. One could arguably take that lumdus of the Magal and go mamish the other direction. Say, if you're going in for Kapar Father Averis, it's not a problem. You could bring the gold. Not, we're not talking about the eagle now. If you're going in to get a Kapar for the eagle itself, so then keep the keep the gold out of the way. Don't uh, don't add fuel to the fire. Again, you can you can you can you can drive this point in, in, in both directions. I'm just saying it's 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 not clear. It's not 100 percent clear what the morale means. It could also be that the morale holds that if you're getting a kapara for something, so that thing itself becomes the central theme anyway. In other words, what do you mean forget about the eagle? I'm, I'm coming in to get a kapara for the eagle. So you can't say, well, let's not have the eagle around. You're coming in for kapor for the eagle. So maybe he means then the whole musig, the whole musig of enkateganas and eagle is not applicable. But if you if you look at what he's saying, he seems to be saying something more than that. I want to try to bring out a different akuda of what he's saying. As soon as Klaus will come and it's Yem Hashmini, the Shechina didn't come yet, Moshe Rabbeinu says the following, What's the Zadar Ashatasu? What's the Zed? So this is all the Parashanam talk about this. What's, what's he talking? What's, what's he saying? There's a famous Chazal that he's talking about the Yitzhahara in general. That Yitzhahara that you have, eradicate it. When he says Zadar Ashatasu, he's not referring to anything specific, he's referring to the general Yitzhahara. Which makes it even more difficult. What, what, what's, he, what's he pointing out here? What was in this Maimad different? I mean, that's something that's with us 354 days a year to fight with the Gates of He's talking about here something unique. Zadavashatas. This is, this is it. Zadavashatas. What is it? Following the Misa of Nadavaviu, we get the parish of Shtuya Yayim. Shriyayin is a special parasha, Aaron HaKoyen was Zeichem, I'm not going to go into why he was Zeichem, special parasha that was given to Aaron HaKoyen. The Pesach over there says that you're not allowed to go into Beis Hamidish after you drink wine. And then it says, So Rashi brings down the Chazal, that Shriyayin is also Bahirah. So again, here all the Mepharashim HaOemid, what's this new Melamed? That's, that's the Drasha. That's the Beferish Adrash of the Pasuk. So the Maral says, and many of the other Gedele Achreinim, that what Rashi means is that, that a Shtuya Yain, somebody who drank wine, is also by raw. There's two ways to look at it. One way to look at it is very practical. A person is drunk. His, his thinking is blurry. His thinking is unclear. Clearly, uh, critical thinking is definitely not there. So stop, I mean, you're like a balboom. How could you pass in a shayla if your mind is foggy? I mean, you're not, you're, you're not ready to pass. The machine's not working. It would be like saying, don't pass when you're sleeping. Okay? We wouldn't need a pasuk to tell you don't pass when you're sleeping because you, you know you can't pass when you're sleeping. You understand? On your own, you can't pass when you're sleeping. So in the same vein, the Torah said, you know, when, you're, when you drank wine, even, even though you feel you could pass in, you feel you do have clarity, still in all, you can't pass so, Mamish a practical. If the Elam remembers, 
Years ago, Purim, we discussed this, the same shayla about, about davening when you're drunk. There are really two separate reasons what we can extract from the G'dayli and why a person who's drunk can't daven. One is, a person is drunk, he's not Roy Lamoid Lufneyamelech. He's unworthy. He's unworthy to stand in front of a king. He's drunk. The other is he's any Yochaladabel of Neamelech. Any Yochaladabel of Neamelech is a practical, it's a practical thing. He, he, can't, he can't communicate. He's not lucid enough to communicate to, to king. Lamaisa, the Ramor, the dark emotion brings down a Shaila. If somebody is drunk, it's very Nagyam Purim. Because many, many people, when they're having Minchan Purim, they're not. In their, in their, you know, best shape. The Ramah brings down that you can daven from a siddha, the dark emotion. Dark emotion brings down opinions that all that a person who's, who's drunk, right? As long as he's reading from the siddha, he could daven because he could communicate properly from a siddha. Obviously, a guy could be stone drunk, he can't daven. I'm saying that. Somebody just, he drank, he drank a VCI and he's a little high, but, but if he's reading from a siddha, he could do it properly. Others say no. Even with a sitter, it doesn't work. So the way we explain that machlekes is mamish this machlekes. Is it a practical issue of a of a shikr? Then we got a practical solution. He has a sitter. He has a navigation system. He can daven. If you learn that he, he as a person is not ready to stand in front of a king, then uh, it won't help you that you're davening from a sitter. And the Kiddush we wanted to say, I said this when I was drunk, but I was masking to it even after I became sober. So I came into shul years ago, Purim, and somebody asked me to shayla. I, I wasn't in, in my best mode either at the time. We were holding my davening mincha. Somebody said, are we allowed to daven mincha? I said, I can't pass it. I'm gonna give, I'll give a shtikul shir on it, but I can't rely on what I'm saying. I brought down a chasam zoifah. The chasam zoifah says that a, an asterisk that gets brown from using it so meaning the third or fourth day of Sukkot is brown, poshut from the Mishmashayidayim, he says it's kosher. He says, ah, it's brown. He says, since the brown came from using the mitzvah, that's not a chsornad. That's not a, that's not lacking in the mitzvah. So I want to say such a story, and this is, I said it more beshikras, but I, I, after I, after I sobered out, I also held it as far. The story I wanted to say is like this. The Ramon, Dr. Moshe is bringing down and maybe from a city you could have it. What are the two studs? One side is, it's a mechanical problem. The other side is, well, it's not really for you to stand in front of a king. So I'll say it like this. Mon If you're like the Ramon, the whole year you could have him with a city, even if you drank. As long as you could, you could do it properly. Elamai, those that are chayluk with the Ramon hold, that besides for the mechanical problem, it's not worthy to stand in front of a king, you could say, but if your shikras is, but mitzvah samelech, it's not a chzor hadar in you. Woody, I'm not really. I'm standing the way the king told me I should be at this point. That's not a chzor hadar. Then you could rely on the dark emotion. That type of idea. What the morale is saying is that over here, the drunkenness is not just a question of you're not lucid enough. Right? He's saying there's an iser for a shikr to paskin. Period. Even Le'iser. Even if it's clear to him, this thing is awesome. He says, you're not allowed to do it. Still awesome. So in other words, it's not just a practical problem. 
It's a it's a it's a heroic problem. It's an issue to Paskin in this state, even if it's not a practical problem. The problem that we have with that is that why is that that way? It logically makes sense that if somebody drinks, he's not worthy to Paskin because he's he's not clear. But uh, if he is clear, or if his psak is clear, or it's a clear psak that doesn't require much thinking, and he's paskining with Isser, so what's the problem? What is this new Isser? Again, the way the Maral sees it, pastors, is that it's besides for the practical issue, there's a new Isser. Shikar also What is that? Why? Why is that? Hira seems to be a practical thing. Paskining a Shiloh. But there's some kind of analogy between going to the base of Midrash when you shikr. You see, that, that we all understand. That if you go into the base of Midrash when you shikr, it's not just a practical problem. That we can all understand. You're going to serve the Melchamach you, you better be in your, uh, in, your right, in your right space. Right? You're not, you don't belong there if you're drunk. Irrelevant if you could shecht properly. That we understand. That's the thinking here of the Achronim, that the Torah integrated into this parasha to tell you that a person can't him when they're drunk in the similar vein that a coin can't go to Besamidish when he's drunk. Which is not just a practical issue. It's an unworthiness. It's an unworthiness. Why? All it is is a clarity issue. Now again, in Chazal, as far as a drunkard, there's many different levels of drunk. This level of drunk where we consider you a badass for kalatarakul. Okay, a person, person is, uh, when they reach Shikrusay Shalait, then they're in a whole different level. But a stamash shikr, you know, the Gemara Paskins in Erevin, a shikr could still have his full uh, faculties. There's a Yismach Moshe again in a more of a Chassidish approach. He actually learns that another Vaviyu, they drank before they went in, because according to one opinion in the Medrash, that was their Avera. He says they drank before they went in to reach a high. They were going to Kodesh Kadosh and they wanted, a, they wanted to reach a certain Darga. And they, they felt that through Yayin they would reach it. It wasn't like they went in with Chapalachayim. That's what Yismach Moshe understands. So, what I want to share with you is, like I said, I think it's a simple idea. Simple idea. In the Svira, we have the Pasuk says, Shiva Shivu is Tisperloch. Right? Mehechel Chemesh Pakoma, Tocholisper Shiva Shivu is. But then it says, Miyem Aviachem Esayim Ahatnufa. Right? Tispru Chamishim Yayim. The Krafta Mincho Chadoshal Hashem. So the Torah's Kahanim asks a contradiction. Which the rush in Psachim already alludes to this contradiction. Seven times seven is forty-nine, not fifty. So if the Torah tells us to count seven weeks, that's forty-nine days. Basically, what the Torah says is seven times seven is fifty. That's basically what the Pasuk says. Shiva shivoyz tisparloch. Tispu chamishim yev. So again, the rush talks about how the Torah sometimes rounds it off. The Rosh Hashanah says you find that by Makis. There says forty. It's thirty-nine. But the Torah's Kahanim says 
Meaning there's a package here. The package is count 49 days and be Makadashuas. So it's a fifth, it's a fifth, it's really a 50-day mitzvah. The unit is a 50-day mitzvah. So I understand that on its you know, in its simplicity, I could read it simply. That this is not, don't make a mistake to think you have a mitzvah of 49 days. You really have a mitzvah of 50 days. 49 days to count, and the 50th day to make shores. It's, called, it's, it's, a, it's a unit. In fact, the Morgan Avron brings down Amik Brocha, the father of the Shalom, who held that you're not going to make Kiddush Shavuos evening early. Right? So in other words, Shavuos comes, if you make Kiddush early, you're taking away from the Tamimus of the Sphere. Which is a little challenging to understand. But according to the Torah's Kahnem, it's a little bit easier to understand because there's, there's, a, there's a 50-day process here. You're supposed to count 49 days. And then at its completion, be Mekadosh Shavuos. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. That's what Bavadi Yosef held that the main kapeda of the father of the Shlah wasn't to daven late. Mogadavon says, Ma'achrim lispawel. The Rebavadi Yosef says, No, it's not Ma'arif. It's Kiddush. If you look at the Emek Brach, he says, Lekadish. It's not davening Ma'arif. When we get closer to the Shavuos, maybe we'll talk about this question. This halachic, this halachic question. Whether the, this Indian of, of davening, of bringing in Shavuos late, is it in Tefillah? Or is it in, in the Kiddush itself? Some years by me and Shul, I come out like a Bavad Yosef, but by the time I finish clarifying it, because I speak between Minch and so Lemaise, it ends up being, it ends up being, we daven late anyway. But Lemaise, this is the, this is the bottom line. The question that I have is, so I understand what the Torah's Kahneman is saying simply, it's a 50-day mitzvah, 49 to 50 years. I understand. Why is it called Tispur? Why is it called Tispur? The Torah could have said, count 49 days. V'kidashtem chamisha. Exactly like it says by Yevil. By Yevil doesn't say count 50 years. By Yevil it says count 49 years. And the 50th year, v'kidashtem. So what I'm saying is, even after the Torah's Kahanim, we still need clarity why it's called Tispur. Why is it called Tispru Chamishim Yen? I don't think any of you get up on Shavuos and say, Hayoyim Chamishim Yen. It's not Tispru. So why, why in fact is it called Tispru? So I'll tell you again this, what I think is a relatively simple idea. Simple idea. This is, we were talking at the beginning that there's a shtikul stira of what is the main part of creation. Is the main tachlis of creation Torah? Was the main tachlis of creation Karbonis. Well, let's let, let's shift it over to Tfilah, Tavoida. Is the main part of cre- of creation Tyra? Was the main part of creation Avoida? Right? They're both Amude Oilam. What's the main main part? This is an old Hasidish Litvish Shaila, right? The Litvish Torah, Altus Torah, right? By the Chasidim, Avoida. They say one of one of my favorite Chassidish Amais is when they say that we're Mendel Vizhnitzer, in the generation of the Ksav Sefer and the Divri Chaim. He went to visit the Divri Chaim, the Mendel Vizhnitzer. He was a Chassidish Rav, 
tremendous tzaddik, tzaddik, tzaddik of the generation, who lived mamish, and he was just a, an avid, avid for Klal Yisrael. Like it says in Rabbi Kivayegu's cave, avid the Hashem. That's what he was. The, the Ksav Seifer was the successor of his father, the Ksav Seifer. He was a prince, he was a godl, it's from the Gedele Ador. You go through the Chuvah's Ksav Seifer, you see uh, the Drosh's Ksav Seifer, he was like a, he was a uh, chip off, off the block of the Ksav Seifer. So he was world recognized as the one of the, you know, greatest men in the generation, the Ksav Seifer. And Mendel Vizhensen was also recognized as an unbelievable tzaddik. But in learning, he wasn't the Ksav Seifer. For what we know, you never know what's going on. But as far as it wasn't known. Anyway, the story goes that Mendel Vizhensen was by the Divrechayim. Spending time with the Divrechayim. The Ksav Seifer, for some reason, was in Sanz. And he came to visit the, the, the Divrechayim. And the Divrechayim was with Ramendel Vizhnitz. So he waited for that appointment to finish. After he finished Ramendel Vizhnitz, he went to the Ksav Seifer. This story took the, 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 the world of El Matur in storm. How in the world did the Divir Chaim leave the Ksav Seifer waiting while he's talking to Ramendel Vizhnitz? A, a, a wonderful person, a tzaddik, but the Ksav Seifer. Ksav Seifer. Anyway, so the Chassidish Shemaisa goes, the way it was told to me, was that the Divri Chaim, the, the, the criticism made its way to the Divri Chaim. Eventually he heard that the, in the streets they're talking, what's Pshat? Obviously, in Sanz they have no kashas on the Rebbe. But the, in the other areas, they were asking this question. And he said, Rabbi Isai, it's a simple terrorist. He said, we have two mountains. We have two mountains that are the greatest mountains of history. One of them is Hal Sinai. And one of them is the Har Maria. These are the, if somebody asks you, which are the most two hush of a mountains in the world? These are the two mountains. Because they both had tremendous events that took place upon them. Har Sinai was Mount Toyra. Unbelievable. Har Maria was Avram Avinu. Akedas Yitzchak. Avram Avinu. Says the Ksav, says the Divrei Chaim, which one did Hashem choose to put his shechina? Har Maria. Zok the Divrei Chaim. So what do you see? The Har of Torah is on one side. The Har of Mesiris Nefesh is on the other side. Hashem picked the Har Maria. So the mental vision that says the Har Maria. I couldn't leave him. Couldn't tell him. Okay, call to. I have a house Sinai. You're right. The Ksav Soifer is house Sinai. But uh, I was with the Harmony at the time. That was his response. Anyway, it's obvious that the, the Litvisha don't end the story there. They have their explanations. Right? As, as when I heard the story and I was a kid, Bocha. So I said, I don't know what the Divrei Chaim wants from this. So you need Harmony to get a Harmony. It's not Hamagri on its own. It's Hamagri as a foundation of Al Sinai. But the, the story is where it is. But what I want to tell you is that maybe we can explain that these are not two different mountains. These two mountains connect. 
Chazal tell us, Lo'ovdoi b'cholov avchem. So tefillah. It's davening. It's lo'ovdoi b'cholov avchem. There's another Chazal. It's a free. Lo'ovdoi b'cholov avchem. It's a Torah. It's Torah. So what is this? Torah? Is it tefillah? Which one is it? You could say it's a machlaikas. Just like you could say it's a machlaikas, whether the most chosh of the day of creation was the day of Karpanis, or the most chosh of the day of creation was Mantar. You could say it's a machlaikas, or you could say, no, maybe they connect. Maybe it's not a machlaikas. Maybe there's a connection between the two. So I'm going to share with you what I think is the connection between the two. The connection between the two, I think, is really quite simple. It's quite simple. And that is that, what's it all about? Every simon in Shulchan Aruch, what's it all about? Every, every Sugya Sashas, every Abkiv Egel, every Chidush Yerash, but what's it all about? It's about what, you should, you should be a little smarter, you should, have a, you should have a little more knowledge. Is that what it's all about? Or is it all about getting closer to the Rabbani Shalom? It's a post-second novi. Al Yishal Chocham B'Chach how you saw Gibber Begvorosa? Bezois you saw him as how? Haskell the Adorasi. Every single word of Torah is there as a way for us to get closer to Takadish Boch. That's what it's there for. That's why Loyman Amanas Lassas is not just a condition, it's part of the essence of what Torah is about. Right? Well, why can't Chazal just say you have to be a Loyman and you have to be an Isa? Why do you have to be Amanas Lasses? You all learn Tulchus Tanoim? What do I need a Tanai for? I'm learning and I'm, a, I'm an I'm observant. No, no. I'm learning on the condition to be observant. What do I need that for? Well, I'll learn and I'll be observant. The two different things are not two different things. Because if the learning is not Amanas Lakayim, it means the learning is not Amanas Haskil Viodoyo, I see. Then the learning is not being used as a tool. Of Sulamots of Arts of Roshima Gishimaima. The, the learning is just learning. I'm learning. That's why to me a bocher who's growing, not a bocher, anybody. A bocher, Agodladora, Ish Isha, anybody. My Hashivas is based on if a person is getting closer to Rabbanishal. How much terror they have, how much this they have, how brilliant they are. What is that? Kalagibarim Kayin Lufanechov, Anche Hashem Kiloi Hoyu. Okay? We're all nothing compared to the Rabbani Shalom. Sadly, Rabbani Shalom looks down and he goes, that guy, he's a lump. You think the Rabbani Shalom sees a difference from a scholarship level between you and Rabbani Kriyevsky? How does he know so much? And he goes, you, he only knows a couple of Masechites and Hashem Mezik and meh. No. The whole thing is Kail Funacha. So what is the what is the Banisham Yemis Paul from? Haskell the Yodoya, I see. The Banisham is misspoiled. The reason why the Banisham is misspoiled from Rabchaim? Because Rabchaim uses every word of Torah to get closer to Hashem. That's what his pile is from Rabchaim. Not oh Rabchaim Pitamukhim. No. Kohagi Burm Kayim Anche Madhus is Mamish nothing. That's all. That's what it's all about. That's why learning only has value if it's if it's, if it's there to. That's what the sifri means. 
The Sifrim means is, if you think that davening is a way for you to get close to Hashem and, and learning is not, you missed the boat. Love the Zut love the Zut Actually, Sifri says, love the Zut Talmud. Learning, the in-depth learning, is there to get closer to Rabbi Hashem. That's what it's all about. That's what everything is all about. It's all to get, to go up the ladder, get closer to Hashem. That's the Tachlis. That's why it's all one. When Chazal tells the world was created for Torah, the world was created for, for Karbonas and for Tshuva, it's all, it's all one thing. There's another Chazal. Chazal say the world was, if you, if you remember the Gemara Nadar, the world was Imloi Bris, Yanupshat, Zubrismila. I mean, the whole world was created for Brismila. What does that mean? What about women? They don't have a Tachlis Abriya. What does that mean? The whole world was created for Brismila. The Pshat is. What is bris mila? Sefer Achinuch says mila is lesaken. Kasha biyodi lesaken gufoi came biyodi lahashlem tzuras nishmosi. Mila is a concept of of fixing ourselves, of growth. That's what the world is all about. That's what we're here for. That's the tachlis of this world. When the Mishkan was put up, you could get lost in the joy. Oh, it's a joyous day. Take it, get the music and let's dance. That's one approach. But that's not what a Jew is. A Jew has to understand that in every matzav there is, he has to be on the ladder going, getting closer to Hashem. And when Nadav Aviyu died, during the day of the, of the building of the, of, the, of the erection of the Mishkan, during the days of the Chinuch Mishkan, right? Our job was to grow from that event. That's the simcha, like the Gemara says in Ksubis. Put the No, our job was to absorb that day the death of Nodavavi. and therefore we had to have a vayibayoyim. That's our job. That's our growth. Our growth is not just music. And when the Beis Hamidrash was destroyed. If the only thing we do is get on the floor and mope, but we don't grow from the event, we don't take in what we can grow from this event, then we lost the point. That's why the Torah said, V'hoya. Which means, a Jew has to always be in the growing, in the growing stages. So I want to say at the hair, when you finish the Svira, you didn't finish. You have to go weiter. So, Baruch Hashem, we reached all the levels. Seven weeks, seven... No. Continue counting. When you get to day 50, you're still counting. Don't make a mistake to think you graduated. There's a graduation day. It's called Shavuos. You graduate. You don't graduate. The godless of being in this world is growing. Tisperu is the, gra- is the godless of this world. The godless of this world is that you don't graduate. That's the godless of this world. And if you live your life like that, you never get confused. And that's what Chazal is telling us. You have to have clarity. The base of ministry is going to celebration, celebration. You have to have clarity. What's going on? Rabbi Yudit Stalker, one of the big tzaddikei hador, he was marrying off one of his kids. And the photographer 
came to the chasana. So you know how people are. They, first of all, nobody pays for something in advance. Photographer, you give the person a down payment. Then after the chasana, you give him a little more. Then he gives you the proofs. You look at the pictures. Then when you get the, the edited version of the video, then you give him the full payment, if, you, if you're an honest person. I've been involved in the entire where you still don't give the final payment. The Choshev Rosh Hashiva from Poros Yosef, he married off his child by the chasana before the chasana began. He went over to the photographer. He said, "How much is it?" The photographer said, "You don't owe me the money yet. I didn't, I didn't do the job. I didn't. I, I'm in the middle of the job. It doesn't matter." He says, "I have a clout. I want to know what's paid. I want to know what's paid. This by his by his son's chasana. Anyway, by the chasana." The photographer, everything went uneventful till the end. The end of the chasna, the, the photographer climbed up on a ladder to get a certain type of picture from a certain angle. He fell off the ladder. And Nebuch, he ended up being taken into the hospital, x-rays, a heen and a hell. Anyway, the whole night, the Rosh Hashiva is trying to reach him. Calling him, calling yourself, how is he? How is he doing? He couldn't, couldn't take his mind off that, off the individual. The next morning, he had to go to yeshiva to give shir. He told his rabbitson, keep on trying till you get a hold of the photographer. How is he doing? Anyway, photographer said, his response to the rabbitson was, Baruch Hashem, Shafach HaMoseh HaLeitzim Vavon. That's a phrase the Gemara uses. Hashem let out his anger on stones. And Baruch Hashem, I'm fine. So the rabbitson told her husband, happily, photographer is okay. Shafach HaMoseh. So the Rashiva goes, but why did he use the lush and It's a strange lush. If he's okay, he's okay. Uh, let's get him on the phone again. Let's get him on the phone again. Get him on the phone again. Gets him on the phone. Photographer. The the, the Shiva asked the photographer, How are you? Baruch Hashem. He said, yeah, but I heard you told my rabbits in the What do you mean? He says, Nan, garnished. He said, no, 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 what did you mean? He said, well, the whole commotion, I was on the ladder, I fell, Hatzalah took me to the hospital, he didn't know The $2,000 you gave me, my, I don't know where it is, but that day the Rosh Hashiva goes to visit him with another $2,000. He said, Rosh Hashiva, what happened? What are you doing? You paid me. He said, no, no, no. You wanted to be paid at the end of the simch. I wanted to pay you early. I didn't owe you the money yet. For my own comfort, I wanted to know that you paid. But the embassy, I didn't owe you the money yet. So at most, you were a shamer for me, for my money. Till the end of the event, and then you could take it out as payment. Yeah. So you're a shamer. And you're a shamer who didn't even want to be a shamer. But let's even give you a dinner of a shamer. And now when this happened, your partner, now I owe you $2,000. Thank you for the shmirah. I owe you $2,000. That's the pshat That's pshat a person is dancing by the child's chasen. And their clarity is in, an, in, in, in to such a degree that if you were learning Hilchus Shemrim, you wouldn't be thinking with his clarity. Because 
there's no fog, there's no fogginess when you're on that ladder. That's our job. That's what Chazal is telling us. You still have to be able to look at every event that happens and, 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 and do what you have to do with that event and, and grow from that event. Chazal tell us that when the Shekhinah didn't come down, and I always tell this to the Balabatim in Shul, when we get to Parsha Shmini, I say, imagine today, imagine today, somebody made a big fundraiser, they're putting up a base Hamigdash, it's going to cost $100 million, and the Mitzvah Shem, the Shekhinah is going to come down. Okay. Kachava, everybody raises, raises $100 million, even more than it comes in $120 million, which never has happened in history, such a thing. More money came in than they needed. Put up a base Hamigdash. Imagine in our generation, Everything is there, the Shekhinah doesn't come down. Imagine in our generation will be. It's a scandal, it was a scam, it was this, it was Novi Sheker. Imagine today what will go on. Look at Rashi. Rashi says when the Shekhinah didn't come down, Klal Yisrael said, Bishvilenu the Shekhinah didn't come. Because, because of our head. Arna Cohen said, "Ani ain't kedai." Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Ani ain't kedai." Ochi kedai. Everybody is taking the blame. Everybody, instead of placing blame, everybody is taking the blame. Zokt Moshe Rabbeinu, zehadov rashetasa. Exactly what you're doing now is what brings Hashvas Hashkin. Everybody was in an event. Everybody was trying to personally grow from the matzav. It's my problem. I got to fix my problem. No, no, no. It's my problem. I have to fix my problem. So, Moshe Ben, Rabbi Sai, this is the biggest Yetzirah you have. The biggest Yetzirah we all have is not to fix problems. The biggest Yetzirah we have is what they call today defense mechanism. That's what you do for your whole life. You're always defending yourself. Call came when you're dealing with people, you're defending yourself. Even in your bedroom at night, you're defending yourself. You spend your whole life being your personal attorney. Your whole life. And there's no federal agencies coming in and breaking in. Stealing your, uh, your, client, your client attorney privileges. Yeah? So you don't have any awakenings. Zok Moshe Rabbeinu doses the Yetzirah. Exactly what you're doing now. You're being revived the Yetzirah. This is what the Yetzirah is about. Comes the Maral. Based on what we just told you, that every word of Torah is there to bring you closer to Hashem. Says the Maral, when you're drunk, you're not in the, in the state of mind of being miscarried to Rabbi Hashem. Shikr also by Talmud. Because the whole Torah is used as a way to get closer to Hashem. So just like we can understand that when you're drunk, you don't belong in the base of English. When you're drunk, that's not the way to pass to the Shailah. Even if you pass to the right. Because every time you're learning a Shailah, and every time you're passing a Shailah, every time you're following a Pesach Allah, you're, that's your way of getting closer to the Kodesh That's your, that's your mini base of English. 